This is Unmind with Great Cloud Michael Elliston Roshi. Zen Practice Quartet Number One Samu Samu means working, mainly on the practice place, which is everywhere. Beyond practicing Zazen, there are ancillary practices that members are encouraged to join in maintenance and upkeep of the Zen Center. This is in keeping with the notion of maintaining the Dharma itself, as pointed to in the Dharma opening verse. The unsurpassed, profound, and wondrous Dharma is rarely met with even in a hundred thousand million kalpas. Now we can see and hear it, accept and maintain it. May we unfold the meaning of the Tathagata's truth. At the Zen Buddhist Temple of Chicago in the mid-1960s, Matsuoka Roshi decided the old sign needed to be replaced. I somehow volunteered to help, as I know something about graphic design. So I ended up painting the English while he did the calligraphy. The building was a three-story brownstone walk-up on Halstead Street, a block or so south of Fullerton, on the near north side. We went into the basement, where Sensei had the signboard he wanted to use, which turned out to be the porcelain top of an old-fashioned cook table, nearly identical to one which my mother had at the farm where I had lived as a child. The white plane of the top was bounded by a black edge with rounded corners. While I was working on the sign, painstakingly masking off the top and bottom edges of the letters, a woman came into the basement, whom I learned later was a tenant of one of the upper floor apartments. Since I greeted her, but moved quickly to block what we were doing from her vision, he later explained that the table actually belonged to her. Apparently, he felt she would not miss it and had taken it from her storage area in the basement. I don't remember how we got it hung on the building or who helped with that, but I do have a photo of the front of the building after it was installed. We would often spend several hours engaged in such activities, mostly cleaning the interior of the temple, or in Japanese, soji. Some years later, at the Zen Center of San Francisco, in the year 2000, I was in residence for a week or so while attending a conference on Master Dogen in Palo Alto. When it came time for work period, I was assigned the task of sweeping the sidewalk in front of the building at Page Street, one of the chores typically assigned to a rank newcomer, probably because it is difficult to screw up. When I looked at the sidewalk from the corner where the stairs led to the entrance, it went on forever in both directions. But I began sweeping where I was anyway. What seemed like no time at all later, 
The attendant clacked the sticks, ending the work period. I had barely gotten started on what looked like a Forrest Gump adventure, endlessly sweeping the endless sidewalk around the block. It was actually a bit frustrating. Not that the task was daunting, but that I had to quit so soon. The next day, I was allowed to sweep the inner courtyard instead. A promotion. From this, I learned the simple truth that the work is never really done. My grandma, on my father's side, once said, Don't worry about that work. It will still be there when you come back. Truer words, etc. It is important to learn to be willing to take up whatever task befalls you, but also to give it up when it is time to turn to something else. Wisdom is to know when and what the next priority really is. We are not so important that we are the only ones who can do a given job, no matter the claims of politicians. We are also not likely to finish anything, in the complete sense of the term, in this lifetime. When I was in college working on my master's degree, we lived in a railroad apartment on the north side, much the same layout as the Zen temple on Halstead. The middle room, which is usually the dining room, I used as my painting studio. I imagine this called upon my wife at the time to practice a lot of patience. But we were pretty oblivious to social norms in those days, so I wouldn't have noticed in my zeal to realize my art. I had two easels set up with canvases on each, diligently applying oil paint in an expressionistic, abstract, open-ended meditation on what I was trying to achieve as an image. I had no idea, really. At the end of about a year, I still had the two canvases. When I declared victory and set them aside to dry, there were probably 50 or more paintings on each canvas. But the only one you could see was what was left on top. I may be exaggerating a bit, but you get my point. Painting in this mode is a process, not an object. But, like slicing a loaf of bread, you have to learn to set aside one canvas and start again on another blank one if you are to produce a body of work. It is all one painting, in a sense, but it cannot all go on one canvas. The salient question then becomes, how do you know when this particular slice is finished? I have heard of at least one artist who took his kit into the museum where his long ago finished and sold painting was hanging and did some further touch-up on it right then and there on the wall. Something similar happened in the history of Zen painting. A story I came across related that a Zen master was viewing an ancient painting hanging in the monastery, one that included comments in calligraphy from past masters. 
One day, he pulled out his brushes and added his two cents worth to what must have been a priceless masterpiece. This is a startling example of the kind of confidence that is developed in Zen. Confidence in what you have to say, as well as your ability to do so, on an antique work of art, without ruining the original or destroying its value. This also brings up a well-worn debate in art circles. What exactly is the value of a work of art? The conventional view that art is valuable as an object is challenged by modern conceptual artists in which the work is not really an object as such, but maybe a room-sized installation, a dissected shark, or an event of temporary duration, such as a piece that destroys itself. The boundary between art and not art begins to fray. The practical place of Zen likewise has a similar lack of definition. At first, it is confined by one's imagination to the sitting cushion or the physical plant of the Zen center from the smallest gathering in the basement of a home or church to the largest monastic campus. But over time, the place of our practice expands to include our home and work environments, and eventually all other such surrounds in space, including those neglected sites that are not specifically designed for and dedicated to the pursuit of Zen. In Japan, the monasteries and Zen centers include considerable grounds, including parts of forests in some cases, which are often immaculately groomed and composed, most famously the fabulously simple stone gardens. This dedication to, quote, taking care of the practice place finds no natural barrier or boundary much like my perception of the endless sidewalk in San Francisco. Just as the image of the community in Zen, the Sangha, expands to include all sentient beings in its embrace, likewise the place of practice does so also. Master Dogen reminds us of this in his long poem, Genjo Koan, actualizing the fundamental point. If you find your place where you are, practice occurs, actualizing the fundamental point. If you find your way at this moment, practice occurs, actualizing the fundamental point. For the place, the way, is neither large nor small, neither yours nor others. The place, the way, has not carried over from the past, and is not merely arising now. Here is the place. Here the way unfolds. Much as the past, future, and present merge into one eternal moment, all of space centers around this present place and your place in it. Please take good care of it, and please take good care of yourself. 
like donning the oxygen mask on an airplane in an emergency before turning to help others, we cannot take care of anyone if we do not take care of ourselves first. Same for Zazen. Zazen is Samu, the basic work of Zen. Unmind is a production of the Atlanta Soto Zen Center in Atlanta, Georgia, and the Silent Thunder Order. Find us on the web at aszc.org. You can support these teachings by PayPal to donate at storder.org. Gashou.